Welcome to Zichud Asiman Rabbi Abraham Goldhar and there Masech Sota Daf Yud Test. The beginning of the third parak Hayin Notel. The Zichud Masech Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chazach Satoira. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, the third parak begins by describing the offering of the Sota's Mincha. Hayin Notel is Minchas Mitoch Kfifa Mitzvis. The husband would take her Mincha from the basket of palm twigs, Minosan Toch Klisharis, and he places it in the Klisharis, Minosan Yadan, he places it in her hand, Makon Minyach Yadu Metachteo Umanifa, and the cone places his hand under hers and waves it with her. He then brings it to the southwest corner of the Mizbech, does Kamitza and burns it on the Mizbech, and the remainder is eaten by the Kohanim. Rebbe said to Rabbi of his generation, Do not sit down until you explain this matter to me. From where do we derive that a Mincha Sota requires waving? The Gemara explains he was asking for the source that the owner of the Mincha, in this case the woman, must wave in addition to the Kohen taught in the Pasuk. He answered that there's a gazer shovel linking sota and shlamim, where it states that certain parts are waved by the owner, teaching that both the owner and the kohen must wave together, both by mincha sota and shlamim. Pointing to in the mission, the Tanakhama said, He would give her the sota water to drink, and afterward offer her mincha. Rabbi Shimon said, He would offer her mincha and afterward give her to drink. Still, he said, If he gave her to drink and then offered her mincha, it is valid, although it's not the correct order in his opinion. The Gemara explains that their Malchokas revolves around three phrases describing giving her to drink, the first two of which have opposing implications about the order vis-à-vis the Mincha. They argue which of the two is teaching the order and which teaches something else. In a Bryce, Rabbi Kiva also takes Rabbi Shimon's position that the Mincha is offered before she is given to drink, but Rashi says he does not agree that it's valid if done in the wrong order. And point number three, Rabbi Kiva taught she'im nimchach megillah v'omeres e'ni shosa. If the scroll was erased and she says, I'm not drinking, we force her and make her drink against her will. This contradicts his statement in another place in which Rabbi Yudah said, we place an iron tool in her mouth to force her to drink. But Rabbi Kiva said, do we need anything but to test her? That's why she stands tested by refusing to drink, indicating her guilt. So we see that Rabbi Kiva holds that she is not forced to drink. The Gemara points out an internal contradiction in the Bryce in which he says that she may retract until the Mincha is brought, but not after, indicating we would force her at that point. The Gemara explains, machmas This last statement is where she retracts out of trembling, meaning fear of the waters. Machmas and this first statement is where she retracts out of defiance. When she retracts in defiance, it's tantamount to a confession of guilt, meaning she planned to refuse all along, and she does not drink no matter when she retracted. When she retracts because she became afraid and does not indicate an admission, we allow a retraction if the minute was not offered because the scroll was not yet erased or was erased incorrectly. But after it's erased properly, we force her to drink. So once again, the three points are number one. The third parak begins by describing the offering of the Sota's Mincha. The husband would take her Mincha from the basket of palm twigs, and he places it in the Klisharis, and he places it in her hand, and the Kohen places his hand under hers and waves it with her. He then brings it to the southwest corner of the Mizbech, does Kamitza and burns it on the Mizbech, and the remainder is eaten by the Kohanim. Rabbi said to Rabbi Yoshi of his generation, Do not sit down until you explain this matter to me. From where do we derive that a mincha sota requires waving? The Gemara explains he was asking for the source that the owner of the mincha, in this case the woman, must wave in addition to the Kohen taught in the Pasuk. He answered that there's a gazer shovel linking sota and shlamim, where it states that certain parts are waved by the owner, teaching that both the owner and the Kohen must wave together, both by mincha sota and shlamim. 
Pointing to in the mission, the Tanakhama said, He would give her the soda water to drink and afterward offer her mincha. Rabbi Shimon said, He would offer her mincha and afterward give her to drink. Still, he said, If he gave her to drink and then offered her mincha, it is valid, although it's not the correct order in his opinion. The Gemara explains that their Malchokas revolves around three phrases describing giving her to drink, the first two of which have opposing implications about the order vis-à-vis the Mincha. They argue which of the two is teaching the order and which teaches something else. In a Bryce where Vikiva also takes Rabbi Shimon's position that the Mincha is offered before she is given to drink, but Rashi says he does not agree that it's valid if done in the wrong order. And point number three, Rebekiva taught Sheim Nimchach Megillah Bo'omeres Eni Shosa. If the scroll was erased and she says, I'm not drinking, Ma'arin Osa Umashkin Osa Balkorcha, we force her and make her drink against her will. This contradicts his statement in another bright in which Rabbi Yudah said, we place an iron tool in her mouth to force her to drink. But Rebekiva said, Kumanu Tzrikim Elabotka, do we need anything but to test her? Valobudukavomenes, why she stands tested by refusing to drink, indicating her guilt. So we see the Rebekiva holds that she is not forced to drink. The Gemara points out an internal contradiction in the Bryce in which he says that she may retract until the Mincha is brought, but not after, indicating we would force her at that point. The Gemara explains, machmas This last statement is where she retracts out of trembling, meaning fear of the waters. Machmas and this first statement is where she retracts out of defiance. When she retracts in defiance, it's tantamount to a confession of guilt, meaning she planned to refuse all along, and she does not drink no matter when she retracted. When she retracts because she became afraid and does not indicate an admission, we allow her retraction if the minute was not offered because the scroll was not yet erased or was erased incorrectly. But after it's erased properly, we force her to drink. All right, so now we get our Simmerdaf Yotes, and her standard simon is a yacht. A yacht. So here goes. The Cohen on the red sota yacht, who had a challenging time doing tenufa of the mincha sota together with the sota as it rolled over big waves, then tried afterwards to give her the soda waters to drink without spilling, which was especially difficult when she said she wasn't drinking after the scroll was erased. Once again, it's slow motion. The Cohen on the red sota yacht, yacht, that must be more duff. You test. The Cohen on the red sota yacht who had a challenging time doing tenufa of the mincha sota together with the sota as it rolled over big waves, which reminds us the sota's mincha is weighed by the Cohen and sota together based on the Gezer Shabbat linking sota and shlami, where it states by shlami that certain parts are waved by the owner, teaching that both the owner and the Cohen must wave together, both by mincha sota and a shlami. So the Cohen on the red sota yacht who had a challenging time doing tenufa the mincha sota together with the sota as it rolled over big waves waves, then tried afterwards to give her the soda waters to drink without spilling, which reminds us, in the mission, the Tanakhama said, He would give her those soda waters to drink and afterwards offer her mincha. Rabbi Shimon said, He would offer her mincha and afterwards give her to drink. Still, he said that if he gave her to drink and then offered her mincha, it's valid, although it's not the correct order in his opinion. So, the cone on the red sota yacht who had a challenging time doing tenufa of the mincha sota together with the sota as it rolled over big waves, then tried afterwards to give her the sota waters to drink without spilling, which was especially difficult when she said she wasn't drinking after the scroll was erased, which reminds us, if the scroll was erased and she says, I'm not drinking, if she retracts in defiance, it is tantamount to a confession of guilt and she does not drink no matter when she retracted. When she retracts because she became afraid and does not indicate an admission, we allow a retraction if the mincha was not offered because the scroll was not yet erased or was erased incorrectly. But after it's erased properly, we force her to drink. So once again.
The Kohen on the red sota yacht who had a challenging time doing tenufa of the Mincha sota together with the sota as it rolled over big waves, then tried afterwards to give her the sota waters to drink without spilling, which was especially difficult when she said she wasn't drinking after the scroll was erased. Alright, so now it's time for four blah Chazara. Dov Tezvav. So the similar Dov Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The huge red fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be on Dov Tezvav. Tu Bishvat. The huge red fruit bowl containing the Shemet and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chota, which reminds us the Minchas Chota and Chata's Rak elements of standard carbonas such as Shemet and Lavona, so they should not be beautified. So the huge red fruit bowl containing the Shemet and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chota, was placed next to the earthenware vessel that looked new, and it had to have a log of water in it, which reminds us, the next mission states, I am maybe Piali Shacharis, the Kohen would bring an earthenware vial, but no son so chachetzi log mine, mean Akira, and put in it a half log of water from the Akira. Rabbi Yudah said a revius of water was used. The Gemara brings additional lakos that it should look new and not be black. So the huge red fruit bowl containing the Shema and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chote, was placed next to an earthenware vessel that looked new and had half a log of water in it that was sitting on top of some earth taken from the temple's floor, which reminds us the Gemara brings the source of the earth used for the Sota waters must be taken from this floor space in the Hekel. Dav Tezayin, so the similar Dav Tezayin is toes, and we often use an acrobat with large toes. So here goes. The acrobat with the big red toes. Acrobat with big red toes? That must be on Dav Tezayin. Toes. The acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, which reminds us we have the question whether afer ashes can be used for the sota waters. So the acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the sota visible in the water, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa, three things must be visible. Offer sota, the earth of the sota must be visible in the water. Afer par, the ashes of the paraduma must be visible in the spring water. Baroch yavama, and the spittle of the yavama performing chalitza. And we have a malchus where this applies also to the blood of the Matsoris bird. So the acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the sota visible in the water. As the cone was being rebuked for initially putting the earth in the vessel, before the water, which reminds us. It was taught in a bright say, Hiktim offer Lamaim puzzle one place of the earth in the vessel. Before the water, it is invalid. Rabbi Shimon holds it is valid based on a gazer shove between the ashes of the Paraduma and the earth of a sota. Daf Yud Zayn. So the similar Daf Yud Zayn is the used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman. Used car salesman. That must be more Daf Yud Zayn. They used car salesman in the red suit who tried to charm the elderly couple by telling them that they looked at the Shechina was between them, which reminds us, Rebekiva Darshan, Ish Isha Zahu Shechina Benam. A husband and a wife, if they are meritorious in their mutual fidelity, the Shechina is between them. The Yud and Ish and the He and Isha combine to Hashem's name. If they're not meritorious, meaning that they are unfaithful to the marriage, a fire consumes them. With the Yud and He removed, each is left as Ish, fire. So, the used car salesman in the red suit who tried to charm the elderly couple by telling them that they looked at the Shechina was between them, while telling them to ignore the offer of an afar all over the used car that even Avram Avinu would want to buy, which reminds us, Rava said, have afar Why did the Torah say, bring earth for a sota? If she's meritorious, a son like Avram Avinu will come forth from her, about whom it says, 
Afar ve'efar, dust and ashes. Ozaksa talks to Afar. If she's not meritorious, she will return to her dust when she drinks the waters. He also darshan as a reward for Avram Avinu saying, Vanoki Afar ve'efar, I'm both dust and ashes. Zakubano base misses. Afar para ve'afar sota. His descendants married two misses, ashes of the paraduma and the earth of a sota. So, they used car salesmen in the red suit who tried to charm the elderly couple by telling them that they looked at the Shechina was between them, while telling them to ignore the Afar ve'efar all over the used car that even Avram Avinu would want to buy, pulled out a sales contract that looked like a safer, and proceeded to fill it in with erasable ink, which reminds us, the next mission teaches that the Sota scroll must be written on parchment because the Torah calls it a safer. It must be written with Dio, ink, because the Torah says umacha, and he shall erase, requiring ksav shiachorimchos, a writing which can be erased. Additional requirements for writing the Sota scroll are brought. Daf so the similar Daf is a chuppah. So here goes. The kala standing under the red Sota chuppah, chuppah, that must be more Daf Yudches. The Kala standing on the red Sota Chopa was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup, which reminds us, Rav inquired, If he wrote two Sota scrolls for two women and erased them into a single cup, what is the halacha? Is only writing for her sacred card? And there is, in this case, Or perhaps erasing for her sake is also required, and in this case it is not. So, the Kala standing under the red Sota Chuppah was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup. And then the rabbi told her to respond Amen, Amen to an oath, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Omahiomers, Amen, Amen. To what is she saying? Amen, Amen, the double term. Amen, Allah, Allah, Amen, Allah, Shavuot. She is saying Amen to accept the curse and Amen to accept the oath. Furthermore, she is saying Amen regarding this man, about whom she was warned not to be secluded with, and Amen regarding another man, and Amen that I did not stray while in Arusa, Nusua, while waiting for a Yavim, or while married through Yibum. The ability to force an oath beyond its original cause is called the Gilgal Shavuot, literally rolling of an oath. So, the Kala standing under the red Soto Chopo was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup. And then the rabbi told her to respond, Amen, Amen, to an oath, and swear that she did not have relations as Oshemer's Yavam, which would forbid her to her Yavam. Which reminds us, Rabbi Hamnuna said, Oshemer's Yavam, who had relations with another man, is forbidden to her Yavam. He proves it from our mission, which teaches that the Sota swears that she did not have relations as Oshemer's Yavam. If such relations would not prohibit her to the Yavam, she wouldn't swear about it, since the Mishnah taught that she only swears about relations, which prohibit her to her husband. Still, in Eretz Yisrael, they said, The halacha does not accord with Rabbi Hamnuna, the Gemara deflects the proof in the mission because it's the opinion of Rabbi Kibu who holds in Kedushin Tosfin Bechai Vilavin. Kedushin are not effective with those prohibited by negative commandments. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which of the one that the Sota scroll must be written with erasable ink? That's on Duff. Yudzayin. Good. Number 2. Which of the one Rabbi Hamnuna said, Oshemer's Yavim, who had relations with another man, is forbidden to a Yavim? That's on Duff. Good. Number three. Which daf to be is whether the mesota are valid if one placed the earth and the kli before the water? That's on daf. Tezain. Good. Number four. Which daf do we discuss when we force a sota to drink if she refuses to drink after the scroll was erased? That's on daf. Yudhes. Good. Number five. Which daf do we discuss what the sota is saying amen amen for? That's on daf. Yodchas. Good number six. Which daf do we have a machok? If the mincha is brought before or after she drinks, that's on daf. Yodchas. Good number seven. Which of the one that we should mimic Hashem's midos, just as he is malbishal rumim, so should we. That's on daf. 
Yadalad. Good number eight. Which is something that the Kohen does to Nufa of the Mincha Sota with the Sota? That's on Duff. Yotas. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss what the halacha is? If one wrote two Sota scrolls for two women and erased them into a single cup, that's on Duff. Yotas. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we that earth is brought for a Sota? For if she is Zoha, she'll be something like Avramavin who said, Anoki offer of Afer. And if she's not Zoha, she'll return to the dust. That's on Duff. Yad Zayin. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgotham Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.